Welcome to Dream Believe. My name is George DiMartino. Today we have a really special, special guest. We have Judith Perkis. She does a blog around the world every day called Words of Encouragement. I started to follow it about four or five months ago and decided to have her on the show. And I think you'll find this interview very, very interesting and encouraging. So here we go. Welcome to Dream Believe. We have Judith Perkis on today who does a blog called Words of Encouragement, and she also has a book out that you can get on Amazon. I came across Judith several months ago, and I found her story uh, very interesting, her personal story, and also what she does every day, what she does to encourage and help other people all over the world. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I read and saw where... You always were more of an um, introverted kind of person. You um, spent a lot of time reading and writing when you were younger, and um, words became very important to you. Uh, Here you are, you go full circle, and you come out in the world three years ago with a blog, you know, and um, so just tell me a little bit about your personal experience to get to where you are today with what you do. I think my blog started because As you say, I've always been a reader. And in 2017, when I started it, I had just changed my job. And I was working in a really high level of deprivation area school. And we went to work, my colleagues and I, saying today is going to be a good day. And it's going to be a positive day. And we found something to cheer us up. But looking around, there was always something that was depressing us. There wasn't enough money for the children. There weren't enough resources and everything. I try to be solution focused. And so I said that what I need to do is just say something that's going to make you feel better. Because normally when I get up, it's just me. And I think that if I start off the right way, then the rest of the day goes fine. And so I decided to do that. And first of all, I shared with my sister, my sister that lives in New York. She sent it to someone else. And then other people said, well, you left me out. And then that's when I started the blog. <laughs> it's really interesting. So because you started it with coworkers, encouraging other people that you're working around to be positive. And, and you know, I see um, words are so important and they're so powerful. They really are. I mean, and I've actually, through discovering you and reading your blog, I've actually realized even more how powerful the word, the written word is, and how much it can encourage um, us. And with this blog being, um, you know, following your dreams and your goals and believing in yourself, I find it very interesting that as we go through that journey of uh, following that dream, believing in ourself is probably the most important part. So I find that a blog like yours, which encourages people to believe in themselves and to believe that there is um, something else besides them that can um, empower them to be uh, what they want to be or who they want to be. How do you feel about me saying that? No, I think it was vital because I think that last year, the 19th of March to be precise, I went to school and I was told, get a laptop because you're not coming back. From now on, you're going into lockdown. And from March 2020 until September 2020, I used to go to school a couple of days a week to work with the children of key workers. But other than that, I was always at home. And I'm sure it's the same in America as it is here. We had such an increase 
in people who had significant mental health problems, coping with isolation, coping with not being able to go out or going out for an hour. And it was so important to be able to tell people and then remind them that we're going to get through this and there's life at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tend to get up around half four or five o'clock. On a couple of occasions, because I wasn't leaving the house and I was going to go on Google Classroom in my office, I would get up at six and then I'd have all these text messages saying, where's the thought for today? Where's the thought for today? Because as I said, it's about momentum. And if you want to discourage yourself, turn on the television, watch the news, anything like that. And I want to be able to say, not in a negative way, Actually, let me turn make it positive. Rather than saying people are no worse for knowing me or having come across me, I want them to be significantly better. Right. Yeah. That's why I'm having you on, because I think that this is so important in the journey to follow your dreams and your goals, to believe in yourself and to be able to overcome you know, the, th the hurdles that we have in our life, our daily life every day. And I find that what you do is so fantastic because it touches people's lives so that they can be better and overcome. And I actually look forward to reading it. And you know, I'm not a really religious guy. Like I don't go to church every week. I don't, but I have a belief and I was brought up that way. And um, I believe that miracles do happen. Um, I have experienced it in my life with all kinds of gifts, you know, that have been given to me, um, not only through hard work, but just also believing in myself. And, you know, I was just telling Vic before we went on, my producer, that, you know, if you put something in the universe, if you put it out there and say it and live it and, and, and believe it, it has a better chance of happening. And I think what you do every day is you, you have the courage to do that. You know, this is what really inspires me about you is not only what you do, it's how you do it. And the fact that you have the courage in yourself to share like this. Well, thank you for saying that. But I think it's really, it's like your garden. That if you sow positive things, you're going to reap positive things. And I think for me, it's a case of why not? I live in South London and I've got this really rocky soil in my garden. And I decided that I was going to have an orange tree. My, my neighbour has cacti, I have cacti. And I said, I'm going to have an orange tree. And they were all laughing at me. So <laughs> I took the seed from an orange and I started it off in the kitchen. And I haven't got a tree. I started it last year, but I have a little plant. Yeah. And I'm going to keep on going until I may not get oranges, but I'm definitely going to have a plant. And I think that that's the approach that I have to life. It may not be what you expect it to be, but it will be the best that it can be. Yes, exactly. That really, in a nutshell, and in an orange tree, is really what you what you're all about, and what and what what this is all about. What I what I actually do every day to encourage and inspire people is that just be the best you can be. You know, it's really funny. Um, I, I tell the story all the time where, you know, you can start following your dream, your goal, any time in your life you can decide, you know, I want to do this. It doesn't matter what, what, how old you are. But let's say you always wanted to play violin. I'm not saying you're going to make it to Carnegie Hall, but you're going to experience that experience of playing a violin. Take lessons, play, and experience that. And it's just kind of like your orange tree. You wanted to grow an orange tree. And, you know, you had to believe in it. You believe in it. And I think a lot of that has to do with that little tree growing is 
the way you take care of it, the way you make, you want it to happen. And I think that's a lot of um, what I do every day in this podcast to encourage people to just take that chance, take the step. Like, you know, you had to go out and tell your neighbors, hey, I'm going to plant an orange. Everybody looks, at you, everybody looks at you like you're crazy, right? But you don't care about that because you want to plant an orange tree and grow oranges. And that, you know, that in itself is what Dream Believe, Never Give Up, my podcast is all about. It's taking something from a seed that you believe in. Um, and I always say, don't listen to, ever listen to anybody else. Believe in yourself. Somebody tells you you can't do it, you can, you can do it. I actually have a little thing there where I say, the more people tell you you can't do it, the more you can do it. I think there's something funny about it's that. the incentive. Yes, the incentive, yeah. You've been doing this blog for about three, three years. And um, what, 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 what has the benefit been for you personally? The benefit for me has been that I've made friends. For people I don't know that, I suppose I'm getting to be a bit of a social media or a numbers junkie in that when I get up, I look and I see who read or where from, because I don't necessarily know who. And then if I say UK, that's boring because they're local. So I look to see if it's somewhere else. And then depending on the time of day and though I've had, I started off, and again, this is about exponential growth. In January 2017, there were five I'll get a day, and I could guarantee that it would be my sister <laughs> and my mum and my friend at work and then anybody else. The other day, I had, I had 500 in one day, which was a positive day for me. But also, the first year, there was 3,000 in the year. And last year, there was 24,000 views. And so I know that that means that it's not a case of I must be doing something right, but people need encouragement. People need reinforcement of things that are positive. Because as I said, you know, if you want to be upset, read the newspaper, watch the news, and there's always something to depress you and demoralize you. But I'm not trying to act as if things aren't there. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I am acknowledging that life is hard. You can be upset. You can follow a road which may not be the one you intended. But I'm emphasizing that there's life at the end of the tunnel and there's a process for you. For me, it's about faith. Other people, it might be self-belief. It's about being positive, recognizing that obstacles are stepping stones that they are not they are not something that to block your path they are something to reinforce you um i suppose another way i could look at it is that rough things can serve as sandpaper so that you may think that you're going to be a bit raw but you're going to be very you're going to be a smooth operator i suppose you yeah. could call it that way <laughs> yeah yeah. And, yeah and that and and that's important and i think also for me, it's also been a journey in terms of honing my skills as a writer. I looked back at January 2017 and I saw myself writing 700, 800 words. And I'm, I'm thinking now, who had time to read that at six o'clock as they're running out the door? And so now I'm aiming 350, 370, and I'm still trying to tighten it and leave a nugget. And I think, again, that's that's what it's about. It's not if somebody needs something nutritious, you don't say you want a whole field of cabbages. One leaf will do. And 
if if you're trying to give somebody food for their soul, you're not telling them to eat the entire fridge in one day. You just want them to have, you know, something resourceful. And that's that's what I'm trying to do. You're right. It's about attitude. It's about mm -hmm. the way you approach life every day. You know, if you get up and you're in a terrible mood, then everything's going to be bad. But if you get up and you take and be positive and you look at the positive in your life and that you're healthy and God, you know, and that you're, and that, you know, things are, look at the good and not the bad and focus on, and that's why I find reading your blog so interesting is that, and, and helpful is that it, it, it encourages you to look at yourself and, and look at something bigger than you around you and realize that you're just a, a very small piece in that, but that, but that we can make a big difference and we can also control the way we live our lives and the way we, and our attitude towards it. Again, speaking possibly from a faith perspective, but also in general is that in the world, you can feel very small. But if I were to use a biblical example or that small people can still make huge changes and it's recognizing that and making it applicable to personal circumstances. I am in myself, I'm female, I'm middle-aged. I'm not going to be walking down any catwalk and I don't do lotteries, but I'm not wealthy or anything like that. So if you met me on the street, you'd walk by and it would be no offense to me. Right. I'm just right. Yeah, sure. a, a, somebody that blends into the background, but, or what I want to inspire people to realize is that there's no such thing as ordinary and that everyone is special, everyone is unique, everyone has gifts. There's no point in sitting waiting for somebody to recognize them for you. You need to recognize and discover and explore for yourself. And for me, it's writing, somebody else, it could be cooking, it could be sewing, it could be drama, it could be art, it could be sport. And it doesn't matter. I mean, I am not going to see 21 again, but I can remember that my, my father passed away in 2006 and he died of prostate cancer. And I was quite unfit then. But I determined that the next year I was going to run a 10K for Cancer Research UK. Okay, yeah. And I was going to finish in... <laughs> A certain time okay and i started off walking from here to the park and nearly dying <laughs> and then then i started walking around the park which is three miles and i reckon the 10k is six miles and i started off trotting and i was there two hours but by the time the 10k came i did it in 39 minutes that's and that is about determination. I mean, because I'm nobody's ever going to invite me to join the Olympic team ever. <laughs> but it's my personal best. It's so important for us to realize that how powerful we are, just as a human in our in our own life, and that we can really do anything we want to do if we believe in ourselves, and if we and if we and if we take it slow. You know, I think that's a really good um, advice and a good story is that things just don't happen overnight. You have to plant the work. seed, work, right, work at it, um, adjust, you know, make adjustments along the way when things are not 
going well. But I think that's where um, in my title of my show, Dream, Believe, and Never Give Up, the never give up is just is so important because um, so many people do give up. They start to try something, to do something, and then they get discouraged. Um, and then they start to tell themselves they can't do it. And I think what's so important about what you do is when people are at that point, there's someone like you there to encourage them through the written word to say, keep going. And don't look back. And I think that I heard two things. I know one's a bit cliched and corny, but the only place that success comes before work is in the dictionary. And, and I think it's important to it because people do like overnight success and they don't want to work. And But I think it's also important not to have a rear view mirror view on life. Because I know, again, another foolish story, but I had 45 driving lessons and I had problems with parallel parking hill starts and going around the corner until eventually the instructor said to me that I don't have as much money as I need <laughs> to be able to pass the test. <laughs> so he really thinks that I need to speak to the train. I love it. But one thing I did learn, I did... I did eventually get the rear view parking. One thing I did learn was that because I was looking in the mirror, on a couple of occasions, I mounted the curb and hit a lamppost, which was yeah. what he was against me doing, <laughs> right. because I wasn't looking in the right direction. And, and, and another occasion, I really narrowly missed a cyclist because I was so concerned that I was going to get the car into the white lines that he told me I should reverse into, that I didn't see the man come from the front. And forward planning, forward viewing is important because I would have had it on my conscience for life that I had knocked someone off their bike. And also that I had damaged the man's vehicle and destroyed his livelihood, all because I was looking back. And it, you can't stress enough you, you've made a mistake. You've misjudged the situation. So you need to show that you're sorry by doing better, not by sitting there crying about it. Because if I bumped the um, lamppost, even if I repaired the light, at one point it was broken. Yeah. So <laughs> and it will never be. So, no, but I just need to get over it. And. I think sometimes people don't get over the situation and they don't get over themselves. You know, keep going. Yes. You know, yeah, there'll, yeah. Be, there'll be other cars. And I was talking to my sister about it. There are other instructors. <laughs> there are, there's another way to look at life. You know, you know this, is, this isn't the only man with a car. Right. Get another one. And that's what's happening. <laughs> I love it. That's correct. You know, and I think laughing and looking at ourselves in the way you're sharing these stories is really important. We shouldn't take each, ourselves too seriously. Yeah. You know, obviously what we're doing every day and what we take on as far as our, our life goal or our dream or whatever is really is a serious thing. But I think that um, seeing ourselves in a fun way and being able to laugh at our mistakes 
Um, and I totally agree with you not never looking back. I live my life totally like that. And I don't ever look back. I, if I made a mistake, it's over. You know, I have my 10 minutes of um, feeling bad for myself. You know, you know what I mean? And then I, I forget about it. And I think it's a good rule that, you know, people, I think, um, hurt themselves by not looking um, forward instead of backwards. And I think that's a really good uh, bit of advice. Uh, even though you're using your car analogy, which is rather interesting and funny. <laughs> so did you ever get your license? Well, I decided that I would spend my money on the train. <laughs> I love so it. So I had a good. season ticket. You are so funny. You are really, really, you are really, <laughs> you are no, but, no, but the thing is, it. I don't have to drive and it's fitter. And now in these days, COVID days, walk. It's nice fresh air. But I think the message that I learned for myself is that, I suppose it's be creative. If you can't do something one way or you're finding it a challenge, your goal remains the same, but your method of approaching it is what changes. So if I still have to go to work, I just don't have to drive there. You right. know, that, yeah, that's yeah, how I'm right. at yeah, it. You know, yeah, I can yeah. take the train, I can take the bus, whatever it may be. And I think that's the approach that we are certainly use in life that what may work for you in terms of providing you with moral support may not work for somebody else. And I try to keep a middle ground, but I recognise that it's not for everyone. But I would hope that everybody can see themselves or find some support for a different situation as it is applicable to them. And that's all I want to do, help people to see that, no circumstance is irredeemable and you're precious and valuable probably not to everybody else but you're valuable and unique for who you are yes yeah yeah and that's and this is this is why this interview is so important because i am so glad that i have had you on and have have you on because this is exactly the type of thing that i want to share with my listeners is this type of these type of words and these type of encouragement, you know. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you. So this show is about dreaming and believing in yourself and, and, and never giving up. Um, if you were going to um, share with my listeners um, some words of encouragement for someone who was about to start a new goal, what would you say? Three Ps. Plan, pray, press ahead. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that if you don't plan, then you're leaving a bit too much to chance. You may be fortunate enough to have sufficient acumen to be able to do things without thinking, but effort and certainly a way to execute the task will make it more efficient. But the planning is everything. Yeah. It's what 90% perspiration, 10% inspiration so if you have your dream put down do a vision board um again my sister always says that i should have a whiteboard and put pictures on it of what i want and of how i'm going to imagine it it doesn't necessarily have to be um original for example i am um I'm redesigning my kitchen because it's celebrating its 25th anniversary and every <laughs> single thing has broken down. Right. So she said to me, go to a kitchen designer 
and just plan out how you'd like it to be and then play with the images. And I think you can do that in other ways that you put down what you want, then you can shift it around and then you do need to have some meditation and some reflection over it and share your dream with somebody who is sympathetic to it because there are any number of people who are going to tell you you can't, you shouldn't, and throw all sorts of obstacles in your path and advise you that probably that's not for you. But everything is for me. Everything is for you. So, so you've planned, you've prayed, you've reflected, and then go for it. Because you're never going to be 21 again. You're never going to be 40 again. You're never going to be 60 again. So what are you waiting for? Right, exactly. And yeah. that, that, that's what I would say because I, well, nobody gets younger. Everybody says, oh, you're not getting younger. Nobody gets younger. No, one would hope that you get wiser. But sometimes old age just comes, no wisdom. But what you really want is to learn from your experience and then you share and then you grow. Or what's the phrase? Some people, everyone, if everyone is a grape, some people become wine, other people become vinegar. I, will, I want to be vintage wine. I have one last question for you. In order for someone to follow their dream, they have to believe in themselves and, and get up every day and believe that they can do it. Um, share with us um, some words um, um, in your words, how someone would go about doing that. Not everybody knows how to believe in themselves like you and I do and, and tackle the world and everything, but for someone who's learning or, or going to experience that for the first time, or what, what, what type of lesson would you say um, or words of encouragement you would give for someone to believe in themselves? I think I would say that you need to seek out positive people because if you have people who tell you you can do it it's not 50 percent, but it's a very very positive start as i said again you need to have a vision or a dream and once you have that share it with somebody who is sympathetic nobody who is going to say that's not for you so you started you've found the sympathetic person then you do your research. How can I do this? And then you might say, what skills do I have? So it's not something as routine as oh, I'm sitting down doing a skills audit simply because I want to know how many universities I've been to. But you want to know what can I do? And then sometimes you have to accept you're going to have to do a lot of the legwork yourself. Because if you're sitting down waiting for people, you'll be waiting a long time because their priority <laughs> isn't going to be yours. Exactly. So you get up, you have your vision, you research, you plan, you go for it, and you keep on, I suppose you could call it having an accountability partner. If you say, I am going to trek across the Sahara Desert, once you've put all the plans in place, have somebody you're going to be emailing, you're going to be blogging to, you're going to be sending texts to, so that they can say, how are you getting on? Right, exactly. Somebody yeah. who will tell you when you say, all right, I've had enough of this, I'm hot, I'm cold, 
I'm thirsty, I want to sleep, whatever it may be. And somebody's going to remind you about your goal and keep on encouraging you that even if you have a setback, it's not the end of the world. Right. Yeah. In yeah. my whole life, I mean, if you knew how many using my car again, if you knew how many um curbs I've mounted, if you know how many lampposts I've bumped, and if you saw how many blisters I had while I was trying to train for my my 10K. You, no, but the whole thing of Rome wasn't built in a day is so true. You've got to start somewhere and you have to expect that life is a marathon, but it's an enjoyable marathon. You see all sorts of things on the way. You meet all sorts of wonderful people and then you've got the goal inside. It does give people every day a belief in themselves. And, 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 and a reason to go on and a reason to focus on something positive and um, something to rely on every day um, to read and to be encouraged by. Um, and um, it's a constant that people get. And um, so I just think that's, I, I, I totally have enjoyed this conversation and meeting you through Zoom. And um, you are a very special person. You are a very special person. You, uh, I find you very, very interesting, and um, you, you are, you have, you, you are like an entrepreneur in the word, um, in w with words, and and you've given up, given yourself to others to become better. And um, I want to just congratulate you on that, and just and just thank you for that. Oh, thank you. I suppose whoever wants to join me on my journey, do. Yeah, and I encourage people to look for words of encouragement with Judas Perkis. Look it up and follow, and you'll be better for it every day, for sure. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was so nice getting chatting with you, okay? And, <laughs> take care. Thank you very much. This podcast is produced by Brand Crumbs Media at Venturex Downtown Orlando Studios.